I'd like to begin this episode by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I'd also like to extend this respect to any First Nations, Torres Strait Islander and Maori peoples listening. Dearest you, I spend more time than I care to admit thinking about how we got here. And by here, I mean collectively exhausted by the definition of success that taught us that if we want to make something of ourselves, if we want to become someone, then we have to hustle. We have to grind and push and sacrifice. For the last decade or more, it's all been about smashing glass ceilings and doing whatever it takes to get a seat at the table. Cheryl taught us to lean in. And we've lent in so hard, I think we've forgotten how to lean out. We've literally lost touch with the boundaries of our own nervous systems. Sophia taught us how to be a girl boss. And in all of that bossing and mirroring of the masculine, many of us lost touch with our true power, our feminine. For many of us, our ambition has been unconsciously driven by capitalism and its fundamental need for us to be hyper-productive in order for it to function as an economic system. We've claimed that we're all about equality, and of course we are. But is that the primary motivation behind our corporate climbing and our lady boss eras? Or is it the social status we've been taught to want? Is it the money we've been taught to acquire so that we can buy the things that signal that we've made it. Hmm. And all of this in pursuit of a definition of success that we not only didn't author, but that isn't structured in a way that could ever support the natural and intrinsic cycles and seasons that exist within a full and expressed life. If you listen to this podcast, you are part of a growing group of professionals waking up to what's really been a play here. It feels like there's been this almost generational realizing that hustling and stressing and sacrificing and suffering It just ain't it. But now we're left asking, well, what is then? What will our professional life look like if we're desiring that full and expressed life? A life that has space to explore our edges. A life that puts our individual needs and the needs of our family and our friends higher 
than the needs of our boss or our business or the brand that we're building, a life that feels lived in and uniquely our own. How do we place ourselves and determine our value in the world if we're not using our professional achievements as the sort of temperature gauge? Well, I know how. (laughs) Of course, we take root in the wisdom that the whole purpose of a human life is liberation from the suffering that comes with the belief that we have something to prove. And that if we press pause or take rest or move in a different direction from the norm, then we're going to risk it all. But it's just not true. It isn't. And this is why my seasonal career and business mentorship space exists to land us in the truth of what we are, how that informs who we are in this lifetime and what it is we're here to do. Imagine waking up every single day feeling like you have a grounded and positive perspective on your career or your business and the role it plays in the overall storyline of your life. Imagine knowing deep down inside that what you do for a living has nothing to do with how valuable you are. Imagine a professional reality that is entirely unsubscribed from hustle culture and comparison and the relentless pursuit of a definition of success that no longer feels true for you. All of this can be real. The professional softness and alignment and acceptance and spaciousness is available to you. And I know this to be true because I've experienced the shift from anxious ambition to conscious ambition myself. And if you've been listening to this podcast for the past handful of years, you've witnessed that shift in me. I've gone from controlling to trusting, from overanalyzing to just letting go, from feeling like I was constantly compromising my values to now leading a thriving business that can only exist because of my values. The moment I realized what I was doing for a living was no longer a fit with what I wanted my life to represent, I knew I had to be an agent of change in my own life. But it was hard. And my conscious career and business mentorship space, it's called OFF. It's what I wish I had access to along the way. A steady guide and a community of professionals boldly choosing a definition of success that is more spacious and more sustainable and more supportive of 
the way that they want to be living and the impact that they want their work to have on the world. This episode is an invitation to twist the handle and enter the next season inside off. It's four months of spiritually informed and highly strategic career guidance, business mentorship, and conscious community. Highest vision. That's our theme for season two, which will run from August through till November in 2023. What professional reality are you attuning to? How do you want to be living? And how will that inform the decisions you make about your career or your business? Where is there? And how will you know you've arrived? What are the markers and the milestones that will signal to you that you can stop and rest? How much money would you need to create to realize this vision? And what is your plan to create that funding? This season, we are literally defining our individual versions of this beautiful thing I call true self success. It is individually defined, internally experienced, and felt. True self success is feeling successful, not looking successful. So it's all going to start in August, on August 1, with a safe and loving virtual initiation circle. So we can declare out loud to each other, or just observe if we prefer, about the vision our action ladders up to. It's going to be beautiful. We're then going to be learning how to make the money we work so hard for work harder for us. The founders of finance education platform, The Curve, will be teaching us about impact investing and the power of compound interest. Now, it makes me really sad. And maybe there's still some residual shame that I didn't learn about compound interest until I was 37 years old, literally last year. And what I can share with you from the other side of reading all the books and doing all the courses is that investing isn't actually as complicated and hard as the system and the jargon that comes along with it would make it seem. And I think many of us who are evolving out of generational poverty, we realize this at some point. We realize that, oh, the system has been built to keep the rich rich and the poor poor, but not anymore because we are here and we are bringing our morals and our values and our state of consciousness with us. So I'm so excited to just help facilitate us expanding and increasing our financial literacy. And then moving into September, we're going to be learning from a regenerative mystic 
and life story doula named Dajay Alo. She's going to take us on a journey to making contact with the deep song we are here to sing in this lifetime. Dajay's body of work is centered really in essence liberation. She helps us explore new systems and ways of being and relating and really how to imagine and craft the world we want to exist inside of. I really cannot wait for that session. And then our second session in September, I'm going to be leading a wisdom session on what's really underneath a perceived career or business rut. I'm a firm believer that professional ruts are often an opportunity to realign and potentially reinvent. Something is ready to come through you, so let's explore it. And then in October, we're going to be leaning into the future of work and the workplace. I am going to be teaching us how to lean into our soft skills and extend safely into our full emotional range in the workplace. Why, you might be asking, when that is the very thing we've been told to silence and suppress and not bring to work. Well, it's because in a world lived increasingly online, and we know it's going to get more and more so, it's these two attributes that are going to be in demand. Businesses and business leaders are going to be looking for people who have mastered care and compassion and nuance. So we're going to get into that. We're then going to enjoy a lunch and learn session with one of the most exciting minds in the creator space right now, Sean Zepps. He's going to talk to us about the rise of the creator economy and monetization of the self. So Sean made a decision to leave his successful career as a strategist to become a full-time creator and influencer, and he's going to share what it's really like to sell yourself. And for the founders and the marketers inside our space, he's also going to share how to work with influencers in 2023 and beyond and what the current industry rates look like. So that's a bit pervy. And then November is the final month of our season together and it's feeling all nurture. We're going to close our season hearing from one of my besties, Zoe Marshall, and we're going to have a really intimate and collaborative discussion about calling in soul friendships. You know the ones. You see them and you just know it just works and it fits. We're going to be talking about the quality of our friendship, what we hold for each other, and also how we agree and commit to show up for each other. I wanted to include this session because when it comes to our highest vision, it isn't just about our work and our careers or the businesses we're building. It's about the vision we hold for a full and expressed life. And that includes, of course, our beautiful our friendships, our girlfriends, our soul matches. And finally, we're going to close the way we began, and that is with another safe and loving virtual circle, just to hear from each other. 
what did we move through in the season and what did we realize? So that is our live sessions, but there is so much more inside the space. One of the most popular aspects of our space is the potent and personal voice mentoring from me. So you can ask me anything and I'll record a voice memo with my advice and I upload it into our private WhatsApp group so we can all learn together. We also have a brand new community space within our space this season. It's an app um, that we can have on our phones and allows us to kind of intentionally step into our space and engage as a community of co-creators. So there's different chat threads. You can advertise yourself or a role or your services or a project. You can get advice from another co-creator. You can plan a meetup. We have meetups happening in everywhere, Perth and Melbourne and Brisbane. And we just had one in Sydney, which was beautiful. So that is new this season. The other exciting newness is a brand new tier that I've developed for founders and brand builders and really anyone who is working for themselves or thinking about doing their own thing. So Off Founders includes a weekly founder hour. To make the road to building something that means something just a bit less lonely, let's be honest, it's very hard. So we're going to be meeting three times a month for live mentoring and sharing our knowledge and also hopefully sharing our networks, which is something that I am going to lead us in and model for us by inviting some special guest founders into our space to join us for our founder hours. So far, I have confirmed beautiful Lee Campbell, the co-founder of Brillo Beauty, ethical fashion designer and founder of S, Charlotte Hicks, and my beautiful friend Kelly Mueller, who is a leading digital marketing specialist. So they're going to come into some of our founder hours and we can pick their brains and ask them questions about their own journey as founders and what they've experienced along the way. Our founder tier also includes its very own private WhatsApp group. So you can ask me any questions you have about developing your brand or scaling your business, marketing, content, strategy, you name it. I'm here for it and I'll be available for you. So season two of Off runs from August to November of this year, 2023, and enrollments are now open and they're going to be open for the entire month of July, depending on when you might listen to this. All you have to do is visit getoffline.co forward slash off. I've linked it in the show notes, but also for ease, you can just visit my Instagrams and you'll find it in the bio. I'm Alison Larson Rice or getoffline.co. I truly hope you say yes to joining the co-creators that have already experienced the deep transformations that come with shedding who we thought we had to be so that we can make contact with who it is that we're really here to become. (laughs) Now, I'm going to leave you with a voice mentoring response that I recorded for one of our co-creators in a past season. Emma wanted to hear my advice on really how to trust that things are going to work out. And what I ended up getting into was the importance of aligning our energy 
to our desired outcome? Are we an energetic match for all that we're calling in? Are we the condition for the outcome? So I hope it inspires you to say yes to us and yes to this season. Hey Emma, I wanted to say thank you for what I'm actually reading as more of a realization and your reflections on the on that realization versus there being really a question for me or for us. And this is really um, just bloody wonderful to witness because one of the, um, what it signals to me is that one of our primary intentions for this space um, is actually being fulfilled. And that is that this is a space that more than anything draws you into self-reflection And that self-reflection brings with it self-inquiry. And that self-inquiry is actually the primary tool, if we had to have one, that we use for our own evolution. And so what I read in your kind of realization and reflections is you becoming more um, self-sufficient and that you are drawing down on self um, as a kind of method and a through way to evolving. And this is really all that we could ask for is that we have that remembering that we know us, that we are the expert on us and as we have this level of self-inquiry, what we're doing through self-inquiry is actually um, experiencing that space between the who we are and the what we are. And we're becoming more of a witness to our individuality versus being wholly identified by our individuality. And so what this means is we're actually having an experience of our true nature, that we are that big whole consciousness wanting to have um, a unique view of itself through us, through our individuality. So that's all just to say, like, again, you're doing the damn thing. (laughs) It's just really rewarding because we never wanted to build this space to be somewhere that it became a crutch somewhere that you had to come to ask questions before making decisions and that, yeah, more than anything, we just move you into into self-reflection and that that self-reflection leads you to inquiry and that that inquiry becomes the main way that you um, evolve. So um, without going into the deeper context, I just don't think it's super relevant. Um, Really, Emma, the realization she's had is that there there is actually distance between the thing she dreamed for herself that has now come into her orbit but hasn't actually actualized. Um, There's a distance between the thing she dreamed and um, 
her inner belief in her deservingness of the thing. And she has realised that this distance is the um, the reason why this thing hasn't actualized is with the knowledge and the wisdom that nature reflects back to us that which we believe about ourselves and what we deserve. Um, how could um, how could nature bring this this dream into actualization if she fundamentally doesn't believe? that she deserves the opportunity. This is a pretty bloody big realisation, is that we can um, declare till we're blue in the face, but if those declarations, if what we want to claim for ourselves is not an embodied belief about what we deserve, what we're worth, um, that the thing that we want matches the value we first accord to ourselves. Um, this is really big. And what we keep getting drawn into is the fractured state and the fractured self. And that actually a realisation that what we're dreaming and declaring for ourselves, we're not yet sure where those dreams and desires are coming from. But we need to dream them in order to have this level of self-inquiry to be like, who wants, what, which part of me wants this? Is it the part of me that is subscribed to the system, to the economic system that, you know, we're currently operating in? Is it the part of me that someone told me wasn't good enough, um, wouldn't get it, wouldn't make it? wouldn't be successful. I mean, these are all just things, you know, that you'll know which ones are true for you. Or is this dream and this declaration, is it coming from the truest, most pure and most deserving part of me, um, my true nature? And I know this because I'm in deep and regular contact with the truth of what I am. And that truth is sending me clear signals, cues, opportunities, invitations to move in the direction um, of the actualization of the thing that I am dreaming and declaring for myself. So, whoosh, it's really big stuff. You know, Emma said, really, at her heart, her belief system and her thought process is actually the thinking, who am I to be walking straight into this dream opportunity? And this has made her really think about this month's mood and the question of why not me and why not now? She says, I'm not serving anyone by keeping myself small and feeling like an imposter. This is quite profound. You know, the challenges that, the perceived challenges that Emma is experiencing in this literal dream being in her orbit and so close, but she's like, why won't it actualize? The realization she had in the in the post or what she she commented 
was that because fundamentally, deep down in her heart, the story she's telling herself is that I'm not deserving of this. And so you can see how nature can't bring it into actualization if we don't fundamentally believe we deserve it. Why would nature do that? Why would nature give us something that we don't believe we're good enough for or deserving of? Why would it do that? It wouldn't, so it won't. And so we realise that, you know, we call it the work, which I need to find a new way to talk about it. But the really, the beautiful, intentional work for us to do is in the shedding, is in the purifying, is in the establishing that connection to the truth of what we are and our true nature and allowing our dreams to manifest into our awareness from that place, not from that fractured, conditioned, not self. And I think this is a pretty collective experience we're having with this month's mood is that many of us are experiencing in real time the distance between what we say we want and what we ultimately think we're worth, deserving of. And so then what we know is it's actually, there's no point in us dreaming and declaring until we do that necessary work on realising our own innocence and our own um, infinite deservingness and deserving power. (sighs) How do we do it? We shut the bloody eyes. We sit the fuck down. It's, it's something that still challenges me. Like I'm not recording this, you know, floating to the lounge every day to meditate. It's still not like that for me four years in. Some days all I want to do is meditate. Other days the meditation sometimes feels like a barrier to my action and me getting stuff done. And I have to tell myself on those days, sit the fuck down because you can't go there until you've been here. And the reason for that is when I go there, having not been here to the truth, is the action I take is coming from a place that is fractured. There's a veil. And what we do when we meditate is we facilitate the dropping of that veil. Tony just sneezed. Don't know if you could hear him. (laughs) And so, again, it's just this importance of to be these conscious professionals on our way, what that requires of us is to spend more of our time on our consciousness first. That's the primary place that we put our awareness is on purifying our state so we can stabilise our state 
And then from that purified, stable state, we begin to call in the things that are already manifesting that we know based on that established connection we have to the source, the truth, the one thing, we know what's relevant for us because the signal's clear. And then the action we take becomes aligned. Very powerful. Feels very exhausting to think about. So I really feel that too. It's like if anyone's listening, like, oh God, how long is it going to take? <laughs> how long till my state's purified and I'm stable? How long until the connection's clear? And I know that all of the things I desire and declare will actually be at, will come into actualization, will be, will come into the relative world for me and come true because what I've desired is directly aligned to nature's true plan for me. How long will that take? These are all of the really natural human questions we ask that are born out of the conditioning that we need to get there and that we need to get there quickly and that we need to be productive along the way. But the biggest call to action in this work and particularly in this space and how I'm choosing to coach, the biggest call to action is to, um, a few of you have said it this week, and I'd love to remember who said it so I could reference you directly, is to go slow to go fast. And that took me a little while to get around when that person shared it. But it's really what this is, is if we're going to get, we, so we understand there's no there, right? There's only here, there's only now. The whole point is the now. The quality of our awareness and attention on the now and really discovering what's here for us, but also what's required of us and needed from us in the now. But if there was a there, let's hypothetically, if we had to get there, if we had to get somewhere, the first step to there is here, is now and grounding down into that. And one of the ways that we do that is by closing our eyes and allowing whatever wants to unfold to unfold. Mm. I don't know what this is, but it's turning into a sermon or something now. (laughs) But this is nice to just explore the edges of realisations and what might come with them. Because a big thing for you, Emma, is what you're identifying is a need for you to allow the situation to play out as it's going to. And so your desire for that, for the, the process to be faster and for the clarity and for the knowing, like what's going to happen, your, um, you doing that is actually um, just you expending energy through thinking and feeling for no reason. So it's kind of a, it's a pointless activity because it's not going to change what's already in play and happening 
and going to happen. And so really what you're being called into is to allow what is at play, the play, to play out. And the only thing that you can do in this time is focus on the quality of you. And as you have the quality of your action that you take, but just ensuring that that action is also not seeking to control the narrative. There is a release of authorship required. Um, but what you can do is focus on the quality of you, your energy, your purification, your stability, so that you are a readied, primed, pristine vessel to be put in the situation that needs you. And knowing that you become more attractive in that process. So in the leaning out and the trusting and the surrendering, that if I just focus on the quality of my state and if I can just purify my intentions, if I can just focus on purifying my intentions to get them down deeper into the truth of me being useful to the evolution of all things, um, it'll come. What's meant for us doesn't miss us but it's in the desire, that smaller self-desire to control outcomes, to become rigidly attached to our preferences for how we want things to go. This is just us busying ourselves unnecessarily. The thinking mind in overdrive, repetitive thoughts, moving us into particular behavioural patterns. Uh, It's just not necessary. It's not needed, but we do it anyway, don't we? Um, I think that's the biggest call to action is to just um, let go, just allow it to unfold, but to take responsibility for um, your vessel and the quality of you and ensuring that all of the, um, the energy, the frequency, the signals you're putting out there are like, gosh, I've got to have that. I've got to have that person in here who's being that type of way. That's the person I want to work with that I want to help our community through our private counselling practice. Um, So this is it. And you realising that you are deserving. And so so what are you going to do to um, move in the direction of that being an embodied belief, not a thought? that you've intellectualised and understand on some level. Mm. Thank you for that one. Thank you for listening to this episode about Off. Season 2 is now open for enrolments. Visit getoffline.co forward slash off. Off.